fire. Air. My grandmother used to tell me stories about the old days. A time of peace. When the Avatar kept balance between the Water Tribes, Earth Kingdom, Fire Nation, and Air Nomads. But that all changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar mastered all four elements. Only he could stop the ruthless firebenders. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years have passed, and the Fire Nation is nearing victory in the war. Two years ago, my father and the men of my tribe journeyed to the Earth Kingdom to help fight against the Fire Nation, leaving me and my brother to look after our tribe. Some people believe that the Avatar was never reborn into the Air Nomads and that the cycle is broken. But I haven't lost hope. I still believe that somehow, the Avatar will return to save the world. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Santana's Nerve Flow Podcast. I'm your host and the captain of this ship, Santana. So we're back again with another Avatar The Last Airbender episode. This time we're going into season two, or as the show likes to call it, book two, Avatar The Last Airbender, book two, Earth. So let's get into it. So right off the bat, I like to say this season, I definitely enjoyed a lot more than season one, but don't get me wrong, I really did enjoy season one or, or or book one i should say but this one really um it really expanded the the world here it really did a lot of world building um i think it had the benefit of book one being the one that introduced most of our main characters so introduced us to to the art of bending whether it's the water bending earth bending fire bending um air bending but um in book two it really it just gets into it, it doesn't have to it, i mean we we do meet a lot of new characters characters um a lot of cool characters that they brought into the fold but really with the main cast we really already know them and we already know what their mission is and we're just continuing on with the story um the the series is kind of like a trilogy like that yeah book one uh water book two earth and book three fire but i think probably um book two probably is um the easiest with uh because like i said book one is the introduction is the origin story and then book three is the finale that's it close up all those all those uh all those pathways that were that were followed but uh book two can just just do a, a adventure right there you can jump right into it and enjoy the story um and like i said it has a lot more w- world building in it um we also learn about uh, a few more um bending techniques as well but uh let's 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 get into the characters like i said um we also have we not also we have Ang returning, voiced by Zach Tyler uh, Eisen. We got Katara returning, voiced by Mae Whitman. We got of course my favorite Zuko returning, voiced by Dante Basco. We got and then introducing a new character. We got Toph Beifong, um, and she's she's a pretty cool character. She is really 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 powerful um, Earthbender, um, and she's voiced by who is she voiced by? Let's see, she's voiced 
voiced by uh, Michaela Jill Murphy. We also have um, actually introduced at the very end of book one, we have Azula. That's uh, Zuko's younger sister. She's voiced by Gray Delisle. We have, of course, Sokka returning, voiced by Jack Desana. We got introducing uh, one of Azula's uh, friends. We got Ty Lee, voiced by Olivia Hack. Um, we have, of course, Uncle Iroh, um, this time voiced by uh, Paul Sun Hyun, because, uh, like I said, um, his original voice actor passed away, uh, Mako. Um, let's see, who else we have? We have introducing, um, um, I'm pretty sure she was introduced in this season. Um, they had, they all blend together sometimes. Suki, uh, played by, or voiced by Jenny Kwan. We got, of course, Fire Lord Ozai, voiced by the main man, Mark Hamill, man. How many voices does, does this guy do? He has Fire Lord Ozai, he has the Joker, he has obviously Luke Skywalker. He does quite a few voices. He's a, he's quite a good, good, good voice actor. Um, and then we really get into some of the past avatars. Ang, Ang, he meets with some of the past a- avatars. He meets up a lot with Avatar Kiyosi. Meets up with Avatar Roku a few times. Um, I mean, like I said, it, it really opens up the world a little bit. Um, there's also, we also get to see um, Katara and Sokka's dad, uh, Hakata, played by Andre Sugliuso, Sugl- Sugl- I want to say. Uh, I apologize if I said it wrong. We also have, uh, we have Smeller B. He's part of Jet's crew. Uh, uh, and then Jet, obviously, he's the leader of the, of the little team. Arna in... Uh, uh, bossing say like says a lot of a lot of new characters um we meet uh like a wise uh like i want to say it's like an owl spirit <laughs> the one one tongue we also see anji um we i mean like i said it, it, we do get introduced to quite a few characters but um like i said and then we keep our main our main characters really strong um who else who else i don't want to miss anyone we have may she's also part of azula's team uh and obviously like i said tough she she's probably probably one of the the best new characters introduced into into the series uh, i want to say may and jet and i mean even azula i don't really like her um but i guess that's part of part of her writing she she's she's written that way to be the one that you really don't like she she really is like like that bitch that they that that freaking pisses everyone off sometimes <laughs> so like i also said we were introduced to a few more bending forms i mean we have like i said the the big four you have the air bending the fire bending the water bending and the earth bending um which are all extremely powerful in their own rights but there's also we we've learned about sand bending because the the crew team avatar they're out in the desert uh looking for for a few items so there's some sand benders out there um we also learned about swamp bending um and that was pretty pretty cool it's it's uh i mean it's really i guess it's really like kind of like water bending or earth bending. i can't remember which one it was but was uh it's uh it's a second tier from one of those but that was really cool um we also i believe that it was towards the end of this this episode that we learned about um blood bending or not at this of the season i should say or it might have been at the beginning beginning of season four so i won't get i won't dive too much into bloodbending but uh we also have like i said top she becomes ang's new uh master she's his earthbending master and she she's quite a powerful powerful earthbender she uh is quite a powerful character as well she's blind 
Um, she's twelve, twelve years old, I believe. Um, and she, she's like, she's like the in those old movies, she's the 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 blind master, the the blind wise master. Even though she's young, she's only twelve, but uh, she she is, I want to say, probably the master earthbender in the Avatar world, to tell you the truth. Uh, she, I believe, is the first one to to do metal bending. Um, a, a very little of it in in this season. Um, um, but she is the first one to to do some metal bending. Um, it was funny because Sokka, I think at one point was like, "Oh, unless unless you you can invent metal bending," and then I think that's what gave her the idea. And she was able to break out of a prison because she was uh, use some she 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 was able to metal bend. Um, but just on her earth bending skills alone, though, she is powerful, boy. She uh, she takes on. I guess uh, there's like a like a wrestling league in uh, Bossing Say. Um, but they're all like earthbenders and she takes on quite a few other other fighters and she she just wipes the floor with them she is a beast uh like i said she's blind but uh what she kind of uses she kind of goes like the daredevil route she uses like echolocation her blindness is is really actually made her more powerful um and the way she she sees the world she walks barefoot and she feels the vibrations on the ground so she can pretty much uh i mean it's not really seen but she she knows she has like facial awareness she um she just can't like she can't see colors really i'm sure they shit they showed it it's all like a certain like kind of like a shadowy look but she 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 knows who different peoples are who different characters just by the way they walk um and she like i said it's kind of like an echolocation type thing like a daredevil type thing um we also were introduced to jet and he he's a pretty cool dude he has his little crew um he's uh he's uh like uh they're like refugees and the fire nation turned them into refugees and they're trying to start a new life in bossing say but uh and then it's pretty cool because they actually get uh teamed up with zuko and iroh but uh they don't know their fire nation they don't know that's 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 the prince of the fire nation and that that's the one of the greatest generals of the fire nation they just think they're also refugees so they have a few episodes together they team up um it's pretty cool until eventually jet figures out that uh zuko is is uh is, is Zuko that he's the he's the fire he's the prince of the fire nation um and it's pretty cool because then eventually Jet does actually gets captured by um the Dai Li I, I believe it was uh they're like this undercover hidden group inside Bossing say that are really uh, controlling the city um that like the Earth King is kind of like a puppet to them he he doesn't realize he's a puppet to them so the Dai Li kind of taking a, taking over um who was their leader. Um, um, let, let's see. The leader was uh, Long Feng. Yeah, that's right. And he's voiced by Clancy Brown, another great uh, voice actor there. Um, and Long Feng really is the one who's controlling Bossing. Say, like the king doesn't even know that there's a war going on. He thinks the war's over, been over. He just thinks everything's all peachy. But Long Long Feng and the Dai Li, they they kind of run everything. That's kind of what I really like about this this season, this book, if you want to say. There's a lot of cool, intriguing little different storylines going on. I mean, we have your 
your main storyline of Team Avatar. Um, at first, they were trying to find a uh, a bender for for Aang to learn Earthbending, and then they got that with Toph, and Toph eventually runs away with them, and then she's she's training him, and Aang's also still training in his water bending. We also have um, they from there on they're trying to find a a fire a fire master to teach Aang, um, but it's not too easy to do that. They actually do find a, a master, but Aang he kind of screws everything up and he kind of like gives up on firebending there for a little bit um you also have the story with like i said zuko and jet they team up and then also just Zuko and Iroh's story of having to to let because they're completely banished from the Fire Nation at this point. So they they go to Ba Sing Se and kind of kind of start a, a new life. Um, at first, um, they're not even really together. I think Zuko goes a separate way, uh, but Iroh's always there watching him, just just keeping an eye on him from a distance. Zuko had quite a few good episodes uh, this this book this season. Um, he had the episode where where he he was like the the wandering uh gunman it was kind of like a western if you want to say it. the wandering gunman he entered this little town and he, he befriended a little boy he taught him how to sword fight uh he gave him gave him a knife or a sword or, or a blade um and it, and the boy in the town were being harassed by um by uh i i guess they're i mean they're really like bullies the goons and zuko's able to fend them off uh just just with his martial arts skills not even bending and he 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 fights them off until eventually he gets too hard he has to fire Ben and then boy the town the town turns on Zuko real fast they're like oh he's he's, he's fire nation he, he's a bad guy and you kind of felt for Zuko a bit there he, he he's just trying to help people out uh he's he's not going out of his way he's not like a, a vigilante or a, or a superhero or anything but he sees some wrongdoing he's he steps in and then it causes them to to just turn on him there in the end and I mean, I really, like I said, Zuko had some really good storylines, story threads going on. I said, eventually him and him and Iroh get back together. But even before that, um, like I said, we have Azula and her crew, Mei and Ty Lee. Mei and Ty Lee aren't benders, but they're pretty powerful characters. Mei, she, she's good with knives and daggers. And, and Ty Lee, she's like a circus acrobat and she's good with like pressure points. She pretty much can can take you down with a, with a quick touch. But uh, that, so that's their trio team and then towards i want to say towards the middle of the season we have uh, a standoff between um team avatar versus uh versus azula and then eventually zuko comes in iroh comes in um i think the kiyoshi warriors were there too and they're all fighting azula and um and may and ty lee and it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool to see all the teams having come together to face a more powerful adversary uh and azula azula is a beast too I mean, I, I don't I I like her at, in part of the show, but like I just don't like her as a character because she she she's terrible to her brother, her older brother. She really she really treats him like shit, <laughs> and she really teases him and brings him down when he's he's just trying to do the right thing as well as trying to trying to get peace between him and his father and she's just there egging him on teasing him but she's extremely powerful she's a firebender but she's she's surpassed to the point of lightning bending where she just she 
I guess lightning is a little bit more powerful than the fire. So she she she's extremely powerful. Um, I mean, we have Iroh there. He can also lightning bend, but he's older. He he's doesn't have quite as much power as he used to. So it really took the whole team of Aang and Toph and and even Sokka, uh, Katara, Zuko, Iroh. They all had to team up together to take take uh, Azula down. That was pretty cool. And then eventually they all end up in uh bossing say at different points in in the season um team avatar they they're treated kind of like guests but kind of like pris- prisoners as well because long feng and the daily they don't want the king knowing about the war and we also have like i said jet and zuko they were teaming up for a little bit until jet found out who, who zuko was so they had a little fight to eventually long feng he um kidnaps jet and he, he gets uh uh like brainwashed to to pretty much forgetting everything for a little bit and everyone thought jet was dead jet's crew thought he was dead and then zuko and iroh they just they're just trying to start a new life they they work in a tea shop to eventually uncle iroh gets his own tea shop uh zuko goes on a date with uh with a lady um uh, what was her name Jin, i think it was uh let me see what what was the girl's name yeah well it, it was Jin. and actually i i really i really thought they had some good chemistry there because she she's not a bender she's just a normal person normal girl um but she she saw zuko for what he was she didn't care about his scar she didn't care about his past she didn't care um if he was a master bender she she just she was there for him she was there for him on a on a emotional level and on a friendship level uh zuko he he wasn't at that point though he couldn't he couldn't reciprocate but uh i really um thought they they had some really good chemistry that that could lead into something in the future because let me see because uh zuko he also has a little bit of chemistry with katara as well i know there's there's a few of those katara and zuko shippers more than ang and and, uh, katara um there's also eventually we'll have zuko with uh may and people some people like the that shipping some people don't i i honestly i really thought zuko and jin were was probably the the best shipping there but uh we'll, we'll see what happens uh like i said zuko is is my favorite character of the show and he really he really has a lot of trials and tribulation this season it was i want to say because the first season was really kind of got repetitive it was zuko chasing team avatar and they would somehow be able to stop him and then he he'd be there at the end of the episode with the egg on his face or the water on his face if you want to you want to (laughs) say but uh this season really his path diverted a different way and he had his own story really going it was almost like i want to say almost like a 50 50 or 60 40 dedication but uh, like I said, he he's always been my favorite character of the show, um, and he he really he really turns a corner here. You really think like he um, he's just gonna go down the path of good, um, and towards the end of the season, you really really rooting for him. You're really rooting for him. He he struggles with his good and his bad side quite a bit. He he wants to please his father, but he wants to do the right thing. And then in the end, it really like his he physically got ill from it. Eventually, he was able to pass it surpass it with uncle iroh's help and with jin's help and, and he came came out a new man and we thought and he he was all good he was he's, he saw the world at, through a new light until eventually we have uh team avatar um facing off against uh azula and may and tai lee and um the dai Li because actually team avatar they're able to stop long fei or long feng and, and he gets arrested and the earth king he he, he learns about everything that's going on until eventually 
actually Azula and Long Feng team up, and she uses the the Dai Li to to take over, and then eventually she she does a cute uh, a coup. She takes over. She takes over the Dai Li. She has her own crew, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, even Long Feng was like, "Fuck it, you beat me at my own game. I'm in." <laughs> and and she was like, "Man, you weren't even on the board, buddy." <laughs> but uh, like I said, she takes over until eventually we have the the standoff at the end um and she at first is zuko zuko faces off against her and she and he he's gets defeated and he gets thrown into the prison just with uh katara they're both thrown into the prison and um i mean if you think of it this is really really very similar to star wars empire strikes back because you have ang he goes off to train with an old master like luke went to go train with yoda ang goes to go train with uh i forget the guru's name but he goes back to the air air nation and trains with this guru to to master his avatar state um and then katara gets captured just like han solo and princess leia get captured and um it's, it's really cool and then ang he, he quits his, his training to go save his friends just like luke quit his training to go save his friends and then we have a big battle at the end there it was, it was it's very now that i think it was very similar to empire strikes i think that's probably why i like it a lot too also because i love star wars but uh getting back to avatar like i said zuko katara they're locked in a prison underground they that's what that's where um the katara and zuko shipping starts because they really start to connect down there and she's willing to use her um special water to he- to heal the, the scar in his face uh but before she's able to do it ang and um iroh and Toph, they're able to to or was it just uh it was just ang ang and iroh they're able to get down into the prison and break them out and zuko's all <laughs> real funny is like what the hell why are you teaming up with the avatar uncle <laughs> and then i was like we, we we got a bigger battle to face here <laughs> so they all team up to go face off against azula but and like i said we think zuko he's turned a new chapter but azula tells him like look like like dad wants you to come back homie <laughs> like like you we work together we stop the avatar and and we good and and it kind of lights a fire under zuko again and he's like fuck it i'm i'm back i'm back on team fire <laughs> And so he faces off against uh, Team Avatar, him and Azula, uh, and it's not really a struggle. Really, he, he he just wants to be back into under the good graces of his father, and who who doesn't, you know? So that's very very tempting, very alluring for him. So we the final battle of the season: Azula and and uh, Zuko facing off against Aang and uh, Katara and Iroh, and I believe Toph was there as well. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And but Azula, like I said. Azula is very threatening and she knows what she's there. She has a plan always. Like she was able to get Zuko back on her side and she was waiting for Aang to go into the Avatar state right as he got into the avatar state he uh she uh struck him with lightning into the back and basically kills him he is like on on his final legs there <laughs> and she almost did the or everyone thinks everyone uh like azula and zuko think that she's dead that he's dead uh but team avatar is eventually able to sneak out and and 
run away to live to fight another day and then azula and and zuko come back to the fire nation as returning heroes uh and then she pretty much says that zuko killed the avatar and he gets all this praise so he's back under the good graces of his dad iroh gets sent to prison and that's kind of how like the season ends katara is able to save ang with the with the special healing waters that she had that luckily she didn't use on zuko or ang would have been a goner <laughs> but uh it's it's really really good season like really good storylines really good paths and they all came back together towards the end there is really cool really really cool and even like the the couple bottle bottle episodes were were really good as well we we learned about other other characters the histories of the characters i think like i said overall i really really enjoyed this season a little bit more than season one uh between this one and season three i don't know it's still up for debate but i know definitely i would put this above season one or book one if you want to say but uh like i said my my favorite character keep keeps gonna be zuko his storyline really intrigued me he kept on going not that he flippy floppy wishy-washy like keeps going back and forth keeps going face and heel if you want to say but uh he it's it's that internal struggle that he has that is it's really intriguing and he really they really can't they really portrayed it on the character you really feel for the guy sometimes i mean what's what what's he gonna do he's not gonna kill his sister and he's not he he wants his he wants his dad to love him pretty much so he's trying to get back under the good graces of of his family um even if he has to sacrifice uncle iroh who's really been his real father figure for it throughout his most of his life um especially with his mom leaving disappearing dying or whatnot and uh fire lord ozai he he's just about the mission about taking over the world and azula she has really has no love for him but uh but the rest of the character like Toph introducing Toph, she, she's just a badass like she she's a, a cool different vibe to team avatar she she uh she, she's like one of the guys she i mean she picks her nose throughout the whole season and throws it on people she she sleeps on the ground she she uh she, she's really cool like i said she's extremely extremely powerful she's is the the most powerful uh earthbender in in at least up to this point in the avatar world um katara got much stronger as well her water bending her water bending techniques have gotten pretty powerful um even Sokka, um they even said that he the team wouldn't be able to last without him he's the planner he's the thinker he's the one who who gets them through the missions he he's the one who he's kind of like the batman of the team <laughs> he 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 leads them or the captain america he leads him he tells him how to how to win the mission uh i said it's really really good like even jet jet was a really cool character he i believe he did die at the end towards the end of the season there facing off against the daily and azula and he was really really cool character as well um who else who else they had like i said we had the sand benders the swamp benders uh zula is a lightning bender a lot of cool stuff a lot of cool stuff happened this season um overall i think i gave book one like a 7.5 i would definitely give this one like an 8.5 
five. It's just a notch, a notch above it. But before I wrap this up, uh, I want to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the affiliates of, of my show. And this episode is brought to you from Buzzsprout. So today is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. You can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many, many more within minutes of finishing your recording. Like I always say, podcasting isn't hard. And when you have great partners like the partners at Buzzsprout who are passionate about helping you succeed, join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world today. And if you sign up from the link in in the description in my episode, you'll get a $20 credit for a paid Buzzsprout subscription, paid Buzzsprout sign up. Like I said, that's a $20 credit. So once again, it's Buzzsprout, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T, Buzzsprout. And like I I always tell you, I wouldn't preach about something that I don't use. I definitely use Buzzsprout. They definitely help me out a lot on my show. And with that being said, it looks like it's that time again. It looks like the ship has returned to the dock. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals, thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Have a good one. (laughs) 